Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another action-packed episode of the Nintendo Gems Podcast, where we talk about Nintendo games, both new and old. And today we are talking about a sort of a Nintendo game. But anyway, I am Brayden, and here with me I have my co-host Connor. Hello, it's good to see you. And this episode, we have a very special guest on the other end. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, hello, I'm Harry, known online as WG Mojo. You might know him from, well, let's see, you took off on TikTok first, and now you stream yeah. mostly on YouTube, is that right? Yeah, like my, my journey online, yeah, on YouTube and TikTok, it started on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I have, what, like 86,000 followers on TikTok? And then <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, largely, oh it's largely moved to YouTube. It started at eight, 86,000 on no, TikTok? No. Well, <laughs> me, is that a starting so, so... there. I'm sorry. Well, I, I think I might need to stop you there. As the theme song is likely <laughs> fading out, but if you haven't read the title of the episode by now, we are going to be discussing Fortnite, the battle royale phenomenon that is is not so Nintendo, but is something that Connor and I have certainly a lot of connection with, uh, with our Switch. Mm-hmm. We've discussed on the show, and if you've listened to our discussions on the show, you know we have a quite a heavy investment in, in Fortnite, for better or for worse. Hours wise, if you listen to our 2020 recap, and oddly enough, as a Nintendo game specifically, because we have a lot of hours in it on our Switches, as opposed right. to other consoles or PC, it, it's really a Switch mainstay for both of us. Exactly right. And so, with that out of the way, Harry, I do apologize for interrupting you. Let's see, you you averaged out at 80k, and then you hopped over to YouTube, 86. Yeah, like like my my journey did actually start on YouTube. So the start of the lockdown in the UK, mm-hmm. which was basically a year ago now, I thought I thought I'm yeah. just going to make a YouTube wow. channel just to see what happens. Um, and that's when I first found TikTok just as an app, then which I just enjoyed scrolling through. So mm-hmm. when I launched my YouTube channel at the same time, I just made a TikTok. If there were any time to jump on the TikTok train, it was it was like that first leg of quarantine. Like that's when yeah. everybody kind of like whipped out their phones and got on TikTok just to find that quick little those quick little entertainment nuggets. But tell us, WG Mojo, what kind of entertainment nuggets you produced. It started off a little differently than I might would say now, and you have the stage to correct me there. But yeah, what what kind of content do you produce? No, yeah, you're right. So so when I first launched my YouTube channel, we'll go back to YouTube because that's where it already started. When I first launched my YouTube channel, I made a welcome video. And mm-hmm. I said in the welcome video, this channel is going to be half Fortnite, half RuneScape. In actual fact, mm-hmm. there was only ever what like two or three runescape related videos it's okay runescape's not welcome on this podcast anyway <laughs> yeah it's definitely it's definitely not on not on nintendo don't say that word <laughs> anyway it took me a while it took me a few months to like work out what might i be good at or what, what just what should i put on my channel sure so the, the first thing i put was it was a fortnite guide this was chapter two season two of fortnite where they had all the overpowered mythic weapons uh-huh. like the the Midas uh, drum gun at the agency. They had the Brutus minigun. What, what was that place called? Grotto or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. They had Sky's assault rifle. They had all sorts mm-hmm. of overpowered yeah. weapons. Anyway, I decided I'm going to make a guide on how to kill Midas because I, I found some good strategies despite the fact 20 players were landing there every single time. I found, my, I found <laughs> right. some good strategies to, to kill Midas and get his drum gun. I stuck a guide on YouTube. Didn't do very well. It got, it's, it's, got, it's got 95 views nine, month, nine mm-hmm. months later, which... It, Again, for me, that's not that's not a great number of views, right? Yeah, right. But what I did anyway, I cut I cut it down. I put it on TikTok as a one minute guide. 
the guide on YouTube is three. I'm looking at it, it's three and a half minutes. Cut it down, put it on YouTube as a as a one minute guide. That currently has sixty six thousand views on that one on TikTok. Holy moly! So the next thing I did after after a guide on how to kill Midas, I watch a lot of Twitch. My favorite Twitch streamer is Reverse Two K. People will know the streamer Ninja, most one of the most famous gamers in the world. Of course, Reverse Two K was his Fortnite duo partner. Oh, okay. And I was watching a lot of Ninja and Reverse Two K. Reverse is my favorite streamer. Whenever I sit in these Twitch streamers chats, like watching him getting gifted subs, for example, bits, donations, and I'm just sitting there thinking, how much money is this guy making? I'd really, I'd really be curious to know how much money Reverse 2K is making, how much money is Ninja making? Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm typing it into YouTube and stuff. No, nobody's calculating it. Why is mm-hmm. nobody calculating it? So I thought, you know, Reverse, is, yeah. Reverse 2K is my favorite streamer. I'm just going to calculate it. I'm, I'm going I'm to work it out as, as best as I can. And who knows how accurate it was. It was my first de- first attempt. But I, I, I produced a video on how much does Reverse mm-hmm. 2K make. It still doesn't have that many views on YouTube. It has 144 views. Nice. But I thought, I'll cut it down. I'll put it on TikTok. So I did. I cut it down into mm-hmm. a you know, 45-second TikTok or however long it is. And just slowly over the next few days, mm-hmm. it was gaining like a few hundred views, more than I was expecting. I was gaining mm-hmm. followers. Quickly, I found myself on 100 followers. And then I mm-hmm. thought, you know, this is working. I don't know. I did, I did another guide for some reason. Mm-hmm. But after that, this is where things really took off. I did how much does Scoped make? So we're talking about famous duos again. You guys probably have heard of Tifu, who was probably mm-hmm. like the third most famous Fortnite player of all time. So Tifu's duo partner was a guy called Scoped. So I thought I'm going to do how much does Scoped make? Okay. Mm-hmm. Posted that on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Again, didn't do too well on YouTube. It got more views than, than Reverse. It's got 500 views. Again, I cut it down, put it on TikTok. And I think a day later, it had something insane, like 500,000 views. Like a day after I'd put it on TikTok. Jeez. And that's when it that's became insane. obvious. I can run a series here. I can just do how much people make. Nobody's covering it. So I just kept doing it. I just kept doing it. Yeah. And, and here we are. I, I have a couple questions off that. Like, first yeah. off, what kind of numbers are we talking here? Yeah, is it a spoiler to tell us what those numbers you got were, or should we just direct you to the TikTok? Right. How much is Scoped making? No, no. You know, I mean, when I, we can talk about it. So typically, I'm only covering people who are making at least hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. per year. And some of these guys make that mm-hmm. per month. Mm-hmm. And the most insane ones I cover are making millions per month. So the, the key income sources, the most common one, it's nearly universal, is YouTube income. Mm-hmm. So the, the YouTubers will typically get paid roughly $2.50 per 1,000 views. If you add that up for every million views, that's $2,500. You guys wow. will know many YouTubers who have millions and millions of views. So just keep that in mind. Whenever you guys look at a YouTube video, right, it's got right. a million views. It's somewhere in the region of 2000 to $4,000 mm-hmm. that the YouTubers made. And that's just YouTube Shorts, which is unfortunate for me because I I mainly post on YouTube Shorts. But if it's a normal length YouTube video, <laughs> it's it's two thousand to four to four thousand yeah. dollars. So that's the main income source for the, all these people I'm covering. The other big one is streaming, usually Twitch. You probably right. know if you mm-hmm. buy a sub if you buy a sub on Twitch, it costs five dollars. Twitch is going to take from the big streamers one dollars and fifty cents typically, which essentially leaves the leaves the streamer with three fifty for every single sub and these streamers they typically have somewhere between like 2,000 and 10,000 Twitch subscribers. And that's per month, right? Dollars per month, yeah. yeah. So th- those are the two main income sources we cover. Mm-hmm. We do calculate other stuff like the Fortnite item shop, um, merch sales, ad income, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
And again, these are all estimates, right? Of course, of course. Uh, can I ask you, Sari? You're saying we. Who who else is so doing this just, with you? Is it a team of it, some sort? It, or no, is it, it... That might be a British thing. It's like the royal we. You know, it's just me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, it's, it's just the way I speak. No, it's, it, it is just a one-man team. So I, I remember when watching those videos as they came out. And now I, I see you sending me different kinds of notifications. You know, you're streaming and stuff. W what are you up to these days? Yeah, so I always wanted to stream as well. You know, after starting out my YouTube channel as, you know, a channel where I'm just going to post how, many, how much do people make, I started mm -hmm. streaming as well. And I found, honestly, you yeah. know, I get more, more people on my streams than on the longer form YouTube videos I was making. So I switched the strategy huh. basically just to don't even make a long form video about how much this person makes, just make a TikTok. And mm -hmm. then, then on YouTube, on yep. YouTube, I'm just going to mm -hmm. go live and stream just me playing Fortnite, even though I, even though comparatively, yeah. I'm not a great Fortnite player. I'm, I might be like marginally above average, but most of the streamers people watch are like, you know, incredible miles above average, like pro right. pro level players, but still, still enough people watch me. We average about 20 views right now, I think. And I mean, you have a Discord and everything. You're kind of building a, a community around it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, de definitely, definitely. And that's always been the aim. The WG in my name, WG Mojo. This comes from the Wilderness Guardians. I know we met. I know we. I know we said don't talk about RuneScape. I'm going to briefly talk about it just just because it's it's no, relevant. So so the the, the the Wilderness Guardians is a RuneScape clan. Obviously, with a clan, you need to build a community. So we we use Discord in the Wilderness Guardians within a year of Discord launching. So I've been a, a big fan mm -hmm. of Discord. I've been using it since 2016. So I knew that if, if I was going to launch a YouTube channel straight away, straight away, I made the Discord. And today I'm just looking at the numbers. We have mm -hmm. over 1,300 people in the Discord. That's awesome. There's roughly like 130, 140 online. Discord is a great community building tool. Mm -hmm. Like I highly, I highly recommend just to anybody, just even if it's just a group of friends, just register on Discord, make yourself a server. Hey, hey, hit, hit. Yeah, quick plug for our Discord. Yeah, I, I just joined the Nintendo Gems podcast Discord. Yeah. yeah, let's go. I think that's our first member that's not Connor, Jake, or, or me. <laughs> a family. But yeah, Discord is a brilliant community building tool. Yeah, well, that's awesome. I would also like to say, I guess let's let's pull back the veil just a tiny bit. Yeah. You are my brother-in-law <laughs> and, and thus making you We probably should have said that at the start. And... <laughs> he is not your wife. No, he's not my wife. But the wife is what connects him to being brother-in-law. That typically makes up our trios squad for Fortnite. And mm -hmm. Harry, you said that you're not that great. You are marginally above average. And what's interesting, and maybe just to uh, kind of shift topics a little bit and kind of get into what Fortnite is and how it plays yeah. and all that, um, it's interesting that on PC, which you primarily play, which we haven't quite mentioned that yet either, but if it's not obvious from all his streaming, he plays on PC. Maybe on PC, you are only moderately above average. Mm. But when you partner up with us and play on like yeah. Switch servers, you are borderline godlike. You know, it's it's so interesting mm. what you can feel a difference. A difference the the mouse and keyboard can make. It's not even the mouse and keyboard, right? I, I bet a lot of the PC players I'm going against are on controller on PC. Really, I can't use that as an excuse anymore. Some of the best Fortnite pro players are on controller on PC, like the best player NA East. I think is is on controller, that's but they, they won't be on they they won't be on Switch controllers. That's for sure. They'll be on Xbox or PS4 controller. But yeah, the the difference yeah. is massive. But when we squad up as a trio, you you know you and my <laughs> sister, right? We make you the party leader, 
Graydon, because you're on the Switch. It gives us Nintendo Switch lobbies. Like, nobody, nobody's building. It, See, that's uh, something I've it, always it, heard. Yeah. I've asked, like, some of my friends who I play Fortnite with, like, if that's a real thing, like, the Switch servers versus, like, the other console servers, because it's all multi-platform. But I, I feel like I've been told more than the opposite that it is not a real thing that it's all kind of universal yeah so so it's it's skill-based matchmaking and i think it okay obviously epic games doesn't really want to fully release the information about how skill-based matchmaking works because then people will try and game the system but the the way i think it works Mm -hmm. is it works on the party Mm -hmm. leader so we we set Braden on this who's on the switch hannah's on the xbox and i'm on the pc we set Braden on the switch as the party leader (laughs) i i think it is mainly matching us with either Switch players mm-hmm. or people on phones, which is just Android phones because you can't play on an iPhone right now. Free Apple. Um, but yeah, the, the difference is mm-hmm. very noticeable. You know, if, if I'm queuing in on PC, there's just sweats everywhere who are like cranking like 10 90s per second. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they build skyscrapers in like five right. seconds. <laughs> when you're in these Switch lobbies, hardly anybody's building. It's not just the building. They can't aim. They can't aim very well you're either. You're looking to get a ramp out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't recommend anybody play Fortnite with the Switch Joy-Cons. Those little nubs, like those, it, I don't know. I would take motion controls over that. And so I'm going to take this opportunity to just kind of praise, however, the Switch for one of the only gimmicks that it has, which is its portability. Mm-hmm. Being able yeah. to sit on the couch, lay down on the couch, and play Fortnite. And on the Most toilet. You know, uh, you'd be hard pressed to do that while you're twitching, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. That's that. That's definitely a good advantage. A, a good advantage of of playing on this, playing on the Switch. You know, yeah. I, if you are good on the Switch, you, you get you're getting free wins. All right, right. Can I ask from the perspective of a, by my standards, a pro player, but from a self proclaimed decent player, above average? What What do you think is like the one? or several of the main factors that separate like the skill level of switch players versus like pc players besides the controller like do you think it's just like the accessibility of the switch as a platform or like do you think it's like literally like the nintendo audience like being mostly kids so there is there's a lot of limiting factors on the switch to start with when you're playing on a nintendo switch you're playing on 30 fps 30 frames per second Mm. so when i'm playing i'm playing on 144 fps which is what like five times the amount of fps (laughs) Um, uh-huh. that definitely doesn't Jeez. help, you know, there's, you know, there's things called input, input lag, which I'm sure is not very low on, um, right. you know, you press the button, how long does it take to come through ignoring your, sure. your just internet mm-hmm. lag as well. So input lag, you press the button, how uh-huh. long does it take the button right. press to reach your console? There's, there's so mm-hmm. many things, you know, just the, the, the good players will typically find themselves just migrating over to a PC when they can. So the, the, the people, the right, people who sure. really want to be the best Fortnite players, they'll go out of their way to try and get themselves a PC. Or again, no offense, if they can't get a PC, sure. they'll, they'll probably try and get one of the latest gen, you know, PlayStations or Xbox. I think those can go up to like 120 FPS now. The there's a lot, of, there's a lot of limiting factors for the for the Nintendo Switch players. And again, I think I, I think it's just as simple mm-hmm. as the the best players on Switch will quickly be wanting to, unfortunately move off switch so you you're left with the switch sure. players will be overall below average in terms of this unfortunately 
they'll be below average in terms of their skill level <laughs> on, on Fortnite. I'm sure there's still some really good Switch players. I'm sure, I'm sure, Braden, I'm sure you're a brilliant Switch player. Apologize, apologize to our audience right you, now. You, 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 hit, you hit some pretty good snipe. <laughs> I, you know, I figured it out. It's true, it's true. Whenever we're playing, so I mean, I'm not saying I'm yeah. not saying every Switch player is trash. I am saying if you analyze it, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm sure the I'm sure the skill, the average skill level of a Switch player will not be as high as the average skill level as a of a PC player or probably even Xbox sure. or PlayStation player. That, that's fair. That's I figured that was the answer. That's why I asked. Has wanted to hear a. Uh... A, an above-average player's analysis, <laughs> as it were. Connor, I'm curious, when did you start playing? Because I'm happy <laughs> to say I started playing before Harry, before WG Mojo. You did. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. And so that, that leaves it down to you and me. Like, when did you start? Do you know what any idea what season you started playing? No. My roommate, Nick, has been playing it on his phone for, like, a couple of years and then we got a playstation and then he glued himself to that i feel like i really picked it up especially on the switch when we were in quarantine because mm. he would park in front of the tv out of work and stuff just like and we would play fortnite yeah. all day yeah. <laughs> pretty much and it finally came out on the switch and i could play it on the switch and he could play it on the tv we could squat up duo up yeah and to still to this day like i'm i'm pretty much only playing it if my friends are playing it I don't usually make time out of my day to like play it by myself. Yeah, but I've I've gotten pretty good. I feel like even in that limited experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty scrubby. I think generally <laughs> not very sweaty as, as it were. Yeah, well, I'm happy to say I definitely got you beat. WG Mojo definitely has you beat. Yeah. In fact, though, I I do want to riff off something you said that it released for the Switch so much later. I started playing on the Xbox back in season chapter one, season three. And Harry, I think you probably had to have joined in pretty quickly after that. Yeah, I think I think it was season three. It was somewhere around then. I think I think Hannah, as a Braden's wife, uh, my sister, I, th I think <laughs> Hannah just set, sent me a text one day. She was just like, you, you need to try this new video game, Fortnite. Mm -hmm. I, I'd obviously seen Fortnite. Fortnite was like all the craze. I think I recall. I recall right. before that. If you guys remember, Ninja once played with Drake. It was one of the most famous streams right. that ever ever happened on the internet. He had like he had like mm -hmm. six hundred and fifty thousand concurrent viewers or something, which was a record for Twitch at the time. I, I think that was my first interaction mm -hmm. with Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Was watching Ninja play play with Drake. But at, at that point, I'd never played Fortnite. And then I think you know it must have been just a few mm -hmm. weeks after. Yeah, and how often has Hannah reached out to you with a new video game to try? <laughs> How common is that? <laughs> that was that was so, the yeah. first ever time she'd done that. So I think you, you could tell from that that Fortnite, Fortnite had really reached the masses. Like it was appealing to everybody, and that, that's the thing about Fortnite. Yeah. Uh -huh. What I say about Fortnite, it's, so it's really easy to play, but it's very difficult to master. And that, that's that, that's 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 the good mm -hmm. games sure. in a nutshell, isn't it? You, you can hop on, super accessible, but so difficult to master. So yeah, but mm -hmm. yeah. So so Hannah sent and me a text. She was like, "You, you want to play this game?" I hopped into a squad with Hannah and Brayden. I guess the rest is history, as they say. Cute. That's right. And so you have kind of regularly played, I think, since then. And admittedly, I think I dipped out for one or two seasons, maybe, since I first started playing. But what? How do you feel about the game as an ongoing project, as kind of like this experimental, ongoing, ever changing? Yes. So, 
It's not really like ever going to be a final version, is it? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the game has done a really good job of evolving. Mm-hmm. You often see people mm-hmm. saying, like, I wish they bring the old map back, which is kind of what they did this season, right? right. They brought back Tilted Towers and Flush Factory and Dusty Depot or whatever it's called, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But but the, the game does need to evolve despite the fact people, you know, saying, you know, keep it the same, don't change it. Mm-hmm. Every game needs to evolve. I think Fortnite overall have, have done a very good job of evolving and, and adapting the game. Obviously, no no, no game no game's going to get it perfect. If you guys remember the end of chapter one, there was these things called the mechs, these giant robots you, you could hop into and, and like drive around the map, which were way too overpowered. Yes, um, they've, they've they've made they've made big mistakes like that, but over overall they've done a good job. <laughs> and it didn't even start as the game that we play now either. It started as like this one player kind of also experimental save the world. No, did, I believe yeah. it was called. It started to say it started to save the world. It, mm. it was in development for like five years or something, and then they thought uh-huh. let's add a PvP aspect to this, and then save the world's still a thing. But you know, Fortnite Battle Royale, as it is, has is the one that's blew up. Ooh, I I have a question. I feel like everybody forgets PUBG. Player unknowns, oh, yeah. battlegrounds, kind of came first. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the original battle royale, hundred player survival crafting mm-hmm. sort of multiplayer experience. How did Fortnite get such a sharp edge over it, like so quickly? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think there was another H one Z one, the other right. key one before before mm-hmm. Fortnite as well. Yeah, true. One of the things Fortnite did well, for whatever reason, it attracted former h1 players and former PUBG players and the biggest one was we mentioned his name ninja mm-hmm. to to try out this new battle oh, royale. gotcha mm-hmm. and for whatever reason these guys preferred this game and i i think again i, I it's what i said they they've made fortnite so accessible and so like easy to play it's free to play you just play on any device including iphones back then every angle was covered you could even play it on a mac i didn't know people played video games right. on macs but apparently apparently it's a thing <laughs> we try and yeah and and literally any device that's one of the i think that's one of the that's one of the key things that has helped fortnite blow up you download it on your android phone and play and again the, the cartoony style yeah. kind of helped with especially the, the kid the kid audience the the just the way the game sure. developed so you guys might have made notice you don't kill people in fortnite you eliminate them it's, it's just it's just small things like that right which epic games did, did correct mm-hmm. to like in, increase the reach of the game and keep it like rated e for the most part exactly mm-hmm. and and that's that's why it's it, it easily overtook you know h1 and PUBG. They're, they're still those are still you know mm-hmm. games which people millions of people play a day but fortnite's easily more popular than those two games sure. for, for reasons like that it's also a testament i feel like to like you said how they managed to maintain it and keep it growing and changing with the times that it has remained so accessible like it's on phones and people can play for free on anything and people can just like drop in and enjoy it but also that there is still like a hardcore competitive scene yeah like i feel like games that have this kind of like globally recognized competitive scene like with professional players and such like most of the time it's a pretty like core game like fighting games a real-time strategy but like something so accessible that you can get on your iphone usually doesn't have that kind of like serious, serious professional competitive scene. The only thing I can think of that's similar is like Super Smash Bros. Jonesy for Smash. Yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I think one one of the thing one of the many things Fortnite's done correctly is the number of game modes you can play. If if you open Fortnite you select change game mode, there's literally like fifteen different game modes you you can pick usually. So you know the players who do want to sweat hard, they'll just go in arena 
and 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 play play the arena game mode you know which is like the ranked system in Fortnite for those mm. not familiar and then you know uh-huh. if they want to sweat even harder they'll, they'll play a cash cup which happens once a week where you can actually win real money or they'll enter the Fortnite championship series again where you can win thousands of dollars but on the other hand if if you just want to chill you can go in team rumble where you'll find a completely different set mm-hmm. of players who are just constantly right. respawning and killing yep. each other eliminating each other another yeah elim- eliminating yeah, each other indeed. Mouth, <laughs> Rated E, please. That, that's the thing again, but that's the beauty of Fortnite, right? There's there's so many game modes, and that's how they've been able to cater to the the sweats mm-hmm. and you know and the people who don't want to sweat. So okay, hard. can I ask as a casual Nintendo kitty player to an experienced above average PC player, what is being sweaty and where does it come from? What is being sweaty? <laughs> I, I like I don't know where it comes from. To, to be honest, it's it's just the terminology used used in Fortnite. But if you're sweating. Uh-huh. <laughs> Typically, you're like you're building a lot, right? So if you come across yeah. somebody, you're not just going to stand stand in the open and shoot at each other in what's called a fifty-fifty. You know, the, the other person's probably going to like build a box and then like crank three nineties and mm-hmm. go like three layers above you. Writing is just playing like really, really hard. You know, just Strategic doing everything you cool. can within your power to 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 win the fight. Mashing a lot of keyboard buttons, but you know, in the correct order. <laughs> gotcha. So it's just like being like in the moment, like by, by like a- action. I'm pretty sweaty at Smash. <laughs> That's a, that, I think you used that term correctly there, Same. Connor. Well done. Going back to how many game modes there are, I kind of want to ask the big question, which I do think I'm asking the wrong crowd, but I, I think I'm asking the right crowd. The question is, is Fortnite a good game? Because I think there are gamer snobs out there who think Fortnite is a sellout, or Fortnite is for kids, or Fortnite mm. is not a game or something i i again i think i'm asking the wrong people because i think fortnite's an awesome game and is one of the only games that i've played so regularly over such a long period of time and so i have nothing but praise and high hopes for what's to come with fortnite but uh yeah i I don't know i'll pass the question to you know i'm gonna ask connor first do you think Fortnite is a good game so it's a good thing we have three different perspectives because mine is rather unique I view it from an artistic standpoint. We in the Nintendo Gyms household view video games as art. I'm swirling my glass. When you think about art, you think about completed pieces, a complete work. You put a bow on it, you put, you sign it, you know, like a song, a painting. Mm -hmm. Something that I admire though, is when art changes over time, possibly with the times, like with the artist's feelings and such. Mm -hmm. Kanye West improved one of his songs on his albums because he felt like it and he thought it needed to be changed after the album Mm. already released. So there's like two versions of the song. Mm. Fortnite, it's hard to call it a good game because it might change tomorrow with a new update and it might suck. Who's to say? Oh. Hmm. Indubitably. Wow. No, yeah, I I like it. It's good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I hate to say it, but that actually made a decent amount of sense. And Harry, I apologize for making you follow up on that. I've been like, playing art but, school. Uh, yeah, go listen to the episode, art school. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Harry, is Fortnite a good game? I mean, the basic answer is yes, right? Like like Connor says, a battle royale needs to adapt over time. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't adapt over time, it's it's just going to die. Again, I'm, I'm clearly biased because I've played so much Fortnite. But I, I think Fortnite is is one of like at least it's in the top ten best games of all time, especially in terms of how much it's influenced the gaming industry and the gaming okay. world. Like would, how many I games are like say that. copying copying the Fortnite model now? So you know you you make the game free to play, and you sell skins on it. So 
right? Let, let me let me be clear though. It's not, Fortnite's not the first game that done that. I think League of Legends does that. Other games mm-hmm. does that. But the the way Fortnite's sure. done it, they, they they've definitely they've set the bar high. I I think I read that in 2019 they made um, nearly two billion dollars just selling skins Ooh. in the game. So, but yeah, in terms of is Fortnite is Fortnite a good game? Um, to, to answer in the here and now, it's season five, the current season, I think is a good season. So, mm-hmm. so yes, Fortnite's a good yeah. game. Again, I would definitely put it in the top ten greatest games of all time. I'm clearly biased, <laughs> but yes, we've mentioned a lot of things on on this podcast about why Fortnite's been so successful. So I won't mm-hmm. I won't repeat them again. Yeah. But yes, sure. I think it's a good game. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, an addendum kind of to what you just said, Harry, and kind of like Fortnite maintaining itself as like a current game and staying present, but also remaining competitive. And like, especially with that $2 billion they raked in, it's a wonder to me that they managed to stay so successful and Fortnite continues to be so balanced when everything they sell, all everything you buy with your V-Bucks, Anything that you can buy with real money is purely cosmetic. There's nothing mm-hmm. that can give you an advantage in the game. I mean, I, th- I think that's kind of how competitive games should be. Um, I think that's the way they're Absolutely. they're um, trending these days is to be like fair and balanced and be like mostly cosmetic, but especially to like be as like financially colossal as Fortnite and not sell out to that aspect of the micro transaction market. Exactly. Microtransactions and like, right, like things that could like give you an advantage or like a lot of games, they lock content behind like in-game levels. So like the more you play, the more things you get, but, or you could just like pay the money and get it all right now. Right. But yeah, I don't know. In in that regard. That's, that's the Fortnite battle pass. Fortnite does the same thing. But you still have to level up. So Connor means in Call of Duty, you don't start out with all the guns that you can use throughout the game. You have to level up to access different guns and different attachments. And that's inherently advantage. Yeah. And and Fortnite has not resorted to that at all. As far as like no, they definitely yeah. Corporate greed goes is is pretty pretty respectable. It it is crazy what they've done with again, like you say, just literally free free skins, which nobody, you know, nobody has to buy them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. They've, they've somehow created an environment where everybody feels compelled to spend their V-Bucks and, and buy these skins, which give you zero advantage in the game and often a disadvantage. Um, That's true. <laughs> Some of them are pretty loud, pretty colorful. Yeah. If you watch top-level Fortnite, competitive Fortnite, every single Fortnite pro uses a female skin because the, the hitbox is slightly smaller. And not only just a female skin, they'll, they'll use like a clean one, you know, not too much on the skin. It just makes the hitbox mm-hmm. slightly smaller, not nothing too flashy on the skin, you know, no crazy mm-hmm. colors. Yeah. So I knew they, the cat they, it's, the best. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't describe you wouldn't describe that as, as pay to win, but the the Fortnite pros have found a way to take advantage of the Fortnite sure. skins. Put 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 it that way. But yeah, Fortnite's sure. done That's a really fair. good job of, of not selling out with microtransactions. Yeah, they've just created an environment where you feel compelled to buy a skin, even though even though it's not going to help you get better at the game. Right. All right, Harry, WG Mojo, our Harry, Harry's fine. esteemed guest. Well, I just have a couple rapid round questions that I thought that we could each answer before we dip out of here. It's been a blast having you on, but we'll, we can get into that in a second. Here are the questions. We'll start with Harry, Connor, cool. then me. What is your favorite season? I really didn't play Chapter 1 like... I didn't pay enough attention to chapter one. I was I played it super casually. So I can answer my favorite chapter two season is probably season two. We we mentioned it right at the start with like the crazy overpowered Midas, Midas drum gun and the, the Brutus right. minigun. I think I think that's mm-hmm. my favorite 
that's the favorite season i can remember so chapter two season two is the answer mm, sure all right connor go i think it might be the same one whichever one had the kingsman the umbrella was my favorite weapon super sick interesting i can't even remember which season that was a uh, long time ago yeah Mine was the one with the wind tunnels. That was fun when you had like the wind tunnels all around the map and you could ride the tubes, basically. Oh, yeah. You remember yeah. those? Yeah, that was season seven or season eight of chapter one. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was Fortnite World Cup time, so which was the middle of 2019. I, just, I, I liked the gimmick. Don't love all the gimmicks, but I liked that one. Um, your favorite NPC? So are we talking about the, the just the, the NPCs they've added this season? Or like, not necessarily like Jonesy banana. All right, all right, yeah. Any NPC? Yeah, the, you can't be you can't beat the banana peely the peely. <laughs> I, 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 the, it's as a troll skin. It's it's fun. Yeah, like it's fun. It's just funny getting a victory royale when you're just dressed as a banana, and again the, right. your, your hitbox is so big. You're you're a bright yellow thing running around the map, but you've still mm-hmm. somehow got a victory royale. So Pe- peely, probably definitely my favorite NPC. Nice. I think Jonesy put him in a blender and killed him. At the end of um, chapter oh one. Oh my god! Oh, that's right. Because his little eyeballs were in the blender. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I like Peely. I like Meowsels. I like the cat that's in like the mech suit. I mean, I just want to point out that like I yeah. admire Fortnite's character designs because they're they're ripped straight out of my middle school notebooks. Like mm-hmm. the big muscular cat with just like a regular cartoon cat head, like out of my notebook. And banana with sunglasses and mm-hmm. like a suit, like stolen. I want copyright. Nailed it. Royalties. What's yours, Braden? Um, I kind of like the blue jelly guy. Everyone kind of hates him for some reason. Oh, yeah. But I really like the... the what's his name? I don't know. I don't know his name. But the blue... I'm, I'm, I'm useless with Fortnite skins. Yeah. The blue I know who you mean. guy. So he, he was introduced at the start of Chapter 2. Yeah, he yeah. He was in the trailer at the start of Chapter 2. The thing about him, the, the AIs in Fortnite, the, the <laughs> things they add, the which bots. pretend to be real players, they're always wearing his skin. So whenever I think of that skin, I think it's a bot. <laughs> but I think that's probably why everybody hates it, too. That makes sense. You just think you. Yeah, too. probably. All right. Your favorite weapon? Well, favorite weapon. If you ask most people, they would probably say the gold pump because it can one shot 200 headshot. This sound is so satisfying. I've not really thought of that question before. I'm not sure I have a definitive answer. There's a, there's some fun weapons. Fun the exotic weapons this season are really fun. The, the shadow tracker. Yeah. That so the one you get from Dirty Docks. It, it tag when you shoot somebody, it tags a diamond over the head so you can see where they are. It's like wall hacking. Mm-hmm. It also smacks really hard. That's a fun one this season. The boom sniper rifle is ridiculously overpowered it's so this fun. season as well. It just shoot, it just shoots clingers. You could you can shoot five of them at once. And after the update a few weeks ago, you can buy like three or four of them, so you could have your entire squad just shooting shooting clingers constantly. You just grease people's builds. So that those two weapons, the boom sniper rifle, the dragon dragon breath sniper as well. Mm-hmm. There's so many fun exotics in this new season of Fortnite. I can't mm-hmm. really give you. Let, let let me give you a regular weapon. I think just a good old. You know what I would call scar the the assault rifle upgraded to purple or gold. Mm-hmm. It just absolutely shreds people, and it used to shred people so hard that Epic nerfed the double headshot multiplier and made it 1.5 because you used to be able to three tap people from 200 to zero with it if you hit all headshots. Yeah, the, the 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 gold scar is probably my favorite regular weapon, but there's the exotics. Uh-huh. The exotics in in this current season have been so so fun. That's exactly why I had you on. That answer right there. That was beautiful. Good, Connor, good. go. Um, the Kingsman. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you did already say. Okay. Fine. Next. Sniper rifle for me. I just, I, I, I like the snipies. Harry mentioned it. I, I've always, yeah. I like it. I like a good snipey snipe. You're not bad with them. Yeah, thank you. 
uh, your favorite skin? Favorite skin? I mean, I did mention the PD skin before, but it's a boring answer. I wear the ninja skin. That's not boring. I think it's cool. 95% of the time. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of ninja, wow. the streamer. Uh, he's done so much for the, just the gaming world in general. So that is my favorite skin. And it's always fun just whenever you get a victory royale, you just do his, his pon pon emote, <laughs> which is ninja's favorite dance whenever you win. And I, I swear, the, the, the thing I'm thinking when I'm getting this victory royale, they probably think they've been like killed by like a six or seven year old who's like a ninja fanboy. <laughs> when, when in, in actual, in actual fact, they've died to a, a twenty-eight year old like boomer. You know, because I think most of the Fortnite players will be like, you know, teenagers are really trying. I just, I just find it funny doing the pon pon when I, when I've won. Ninja skin is definitely my favorite skin. Love it, Connor. Um, I think it's absolutely absurd that Travis Scott is a playable character in a video game. <laughs> That's just a special, an honorable mention, but. I I missed the Master Chief one, but I wish I, I wish I had Master Chief. Oh, yeah. I would exclusively play as Master Chief. That was one I... of the few skins which I actually bought. I, oh, I think really? I've only ever bought like four skins, and that was one of them. I didn't even realize we'd ha- we kind of haven't even touched on just the number of collaborations Fortnite's gone. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. we haven't. And they got Street Fighter and Capcom right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just over time, though, I mean, throughout the season, yeah. it's just so many tie-ins and crossovers, and yeah, talk about remaining present. Yeah, so this this question is a little more loaded than I had intentionally meant it to be. I was thinking kind of just like, oh, goofy Fortnite skins, but like, there's actual like Mandalorian and Master Chief and mm-hmm. anything Marvel and Star yeah, Wars, anything you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, but oh, so but yours was what, Connor? Sorry, Master Chief. Oh, that's right. All right, but mine is one of the goofy Fortnite skins. It's the Black Cat Lady. I believe she's from like Chapter 1, Season 7 or something like that. It's actually one of the skins that you had to level her up and like you unlocked further skins for her. And so it's like a chicken in an all-black cat suit with a tail and... It's really sleek, and apparently the hitbox is small, so that's all the justification I need. You don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't need to hear anything else. Didn't ask for anything else. It is a clean skin. It is a clean skin. I agree. Well, all right. On that note, WG Mojo, Harry, again, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Uh, it's been a, yeah. it's been a lot of fun, and I, I hope you feel like maybe you got something out yeah, of it no, as well. I'm happy. I'm happy to be on the podcast. Yeah, where'd you learn about Nintendo? <laughs> it's it's definitely been fun. Oh uh, yeah, it's just unfortunate I don't know too much about the Nintendo world. <laughs> Except that it sucks for Fortnite. <laughs> but before we head out, is there anything that you would like to plug? I mean, hit us with your Discord. Hit us with, you know, your YouTube. What? Where do we find you? I mean, yeah, just you just type in WG Mojo on any platform: YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and 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 you'll find me. Again, my my other YouTube channel is WG Mojo Shorts. But again, you'll just find that by typing in WG Mojo. Very good. And Connor? I make music. You might be hearing it right now, but the music I normally make isn't what sounds like what you're hearing right now. Search Weave on your favorite streaming platform. That's W-E-A-V. Or go to weave.bandcamp.com to listen to some tunes. And there you have it. Those are my beautiful friends. And apparently, actually, they're both my brothers. (laughs) Go check out their stuff. And in the meantime, thank you for listening to Nintendium. It has been an honor having you here. My name is Brayden. And I am Connor. And our special guest has been... Harry. It has been an honor. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Love you. Bye.